Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years, and with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today. I honor you. I love you. I light you. I ignite you. I see you. The possibilities are endless within you. The fact that you're on Earth, that you're here on this planet, it is such a beautiful, powerful gift that you're giving to us for you to be here, for you to be here on planet Earth, for you to have made that that choice to be here and and choose your parents and your geographical location and the choice of being a male or female so that you can bring your your divine wisdom, your divine love, your divine power to earth to assist this planet in its um, full awakening and lifting out of darkness and changing the darkness into the light. Your presence here is needed and and I love you for choosing to be here with me on earth at this grand time of living. So if anyone hasn't told you today that you are loved, let me be the first to tell you that I love you unconditionally and that I light you and that I see the power that's inside of you and that we're all connected. And you may say to yourself, well, how can Shaman Durek see me? He's never met me. Ah, but there, you're wrong about that because I am connected to you. I can feel all beings and all living things, all sentient beings, all living creatures. I can feel them a part of me. You are part of me. I am a part of you. We are part of each other. And that is a beautiful thing. So I, I welcome you to today to celebrate your life. And if you haven't thrown a party or an event to celebrate your life, to celebrate all of the accomplishments that you have made in your life and all the things that you have overcome in your life and all the things that you have gone through and that you're still here, then I suggest you plan a party and I suggest you put a party together to honor yourself in the right way or to take yourself out and do something beautiful for yourself and pamper yourself and nurture yourself and give to yourself in ways that you would give to someone else to honor them and to acknowledge them and to love them. So thank you. Let us begin with deep breath. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. The breath is life. The breath allows spirit to move through you. The breath communicates your being to the wind, to the air spirits, so that they may learn about you and share you with other people in the world. So breathe. 
For the breath that you breathe today was the breath of another that breathed yesterday or the day before or the year before or the breath of someone who breathed their last breath or the breath of someone who breathed their first breath and coming into this world. All of it is recycled back into us and therefore it connects us to this beautiful web, this beautiful connection of family that is met through the breath. So breathe, inhale and exhale. You are this magnificent, powerful being that has come here on earth to first understand the calamities and situations that your family and your ancestors did not overcome. You were born into that family, not as a mistake. And if you were not born into a family and you were adopted into a family, there is no mistake. You were put into that family to bring your light and your essence to that family, whether it be blood or whether it not be blood, it doesn't matter. The essence of your being is held within that understanding of you being a part of that family to bring your power, your gift, your love, your experience, your energy, your divine light into that family that you were put in. You are not only here to learn from the things that that family has experienced through their ancestral bloodline, but you are also here to transmute and transmutate any discord or energies or lies or disruptions or any energy that is in balance within that family structure. You are not here to suffer within a family structure. You are not here to suffer amongst your friends. You are not here to suffer amongst anything in life. You are here only to witness and understand the calamities and the discord that is present in any situation and bring love to it, bring light to it, bring wisdom to it, bring understanding and appreciation of the joy of living to it to bring color and play to it, to bring inspiration to it, to bring music and poetry to it, to bring dance and movement to it. You are here to enlighten. You are here to lift. You are here to raise vibrations. Feel the energy that moves through your body right now. Feel the energy that is rising up your spine right now. Feel the energy that is moving and coursing through every vein, every molecule, and every structure of your being right now. And notice how it feels right now. Notice the energy inside of you is awakening processes all the time inside of you right now. And that energy right now can be felt. So feel it. That is the, the light, the source, the energy, the divine gathering of many spirits inside of you. You are not just one being. You are a multidimensional being. You have many spirits that came together in a symphony of love to create you. Feel that right now, that every part of your personality that is based in joy and love and happiness and freedom, creativity and well-being and all of the riches of goodness of life is the spirits that chose to make you right now. And even the ones that are in discord are here to also make you right now so that they can grow and evolve in the essence of their being through you as a multidimensional being. That is the 
power inside of you that illuminates you to the many different possibilities that are happening on many different levels so that you can see beyond limitation and restriction and begin to step in a way that allows people to know that you exist right now. You're not hiding yourself from the world. You're not sitting back and hiding in the shrouds and the shadows of the world. You are stepping out in the light and saying, I exist right now. I am here right now. I have come right now to bring the blessing of love to all those who seek it, all those who need it, all those who need healing. I have come to bring the blessing of healing right now to all those who need the healing, all those who 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 need to experience the lifting of nurturing and kindness upon their being. I am here right now to bring power, understanding of power and its rightful purpose governed by love to help create and build new systems, new education, new understandings of technology, new understandings of community where we forward and step into a place of love with one another, where there is no hierarchy, where there is no highs and lows within society, where there is only all of us living and living our truth and our authenticity as we are right now. So feel that in your body and breathe. Let the illumination of your mind take you to a place where you find the the place that is so divine inside of you, where you combine both the intellect and the emotions to come together in one ocean, a place of love so that we all get to experience and drink from this nectar. So we all get to experience the sweetness of life. No more pain, no more strife. This is time for you to recognize that there is a deeper meaning to the existence that you are. You are more than what you see. You are a shining star. You are a light being. Uh, a being of powerful energy that has come here to lift us and shift us into new possibilities so that we can understand how to move outside of calamity and discord. You are here to bring forth the word, the understanding of truth from when you speak the way you teach, the way you preach into the words that need to be spoken over, the words that have caused people to go down, the words that have limited people and put them into a place where they're not able to see the infinite space, the totality of their being. Now I need you to understand the message that I sing, that I praise into your being. Recognize the power that you are. Recognize how far, how much you have come to be on this planet at this time. Recognize the energy, recognize that which you are sublime, a being of great presence and power. You are opening and growing like a flower that beams open to the light that says, I am here. I am here to carry that forth into the world for every young boy and every young girl so that they can witness the power in themselves and we can be leaders and guide the message of love forward for all those who seek it and all those who need it and all those who need to feel the nurturing of love, embrace them and take them and lift them and move them into a higher reality of consciousness. Can you feel the energy that I'm invoking inside of your being right now? Can you feel the energy inside where your mind is expanding and getting lit right now? This power of litness inside of your body is lighting up fires inside of your soul. Feel it right now in your body. Feel the energy that is the poison that is need to be let go. That poison that is releasing from your being. That poison that is helping you understand what needs to be and what needs to go so that you can always be in this infinite flow. The flow 
What is the flow? The flow is the energy that allows you to move in the essence of life that matches the signature of who you are so you can remove all pain and strife. When you are in flow, you are not fighting. You are not arguing. You are not bickering. You are not going into some form of disruption with another human being. When you are in flow, my darlings, you are stepping into a place where you recognize that only people who argue and bicker and complain, it's because they have weakness inside. You see, the wars that you see on our planet, the pain that you see happening in other countries where people are being controlled, manipulated, and guided by by people who are not in the light of their consciousness yet, they are still holding on to fear, fear that is eating them from inside, fear that wants them to, you know, to create these wars and these calamities of destruction, They see it as a way of keeping their pride, as a way of making themselves feel stronger inside. But it doesn't do that. Instead, it shows insecurity. For anyone who has to go into war to to deal with conflict, someone has to argue to deal with conflict, then you have weakness inside. That means that you are afraid of the opposing understanding of what someone else feels or believes. If you are strong in the nature of your being, you are not threatened by another being. I'm not threatened by someone who has racism. I am not threatened by someone who has issues with anything based on color or sexuality or anything of that nature. I'm not threatened by someone who may think they're more intelligent or are more wealthier or are are more successful. These things do not make a human being. Because you are your name and your 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 worth has been popularized uh, amongst the community that has become you have gained uh, the ability to be seen by many people does not mean that you are better than anyone. You still are going to go through the same things that we all go through, and so. There is no reason to put anyone up on a pedestal. We must all understand that we stand on the same ground together. There is no mountain higher than you. We are all on the same earth together. We are all held by this, by 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 this, by the earth's magnetic pull. All of us are here on earth. All of us have to deal with the things that happen on earth. There's no reason for us to hold ourselves back. Why hold yourself back? You see, everyone's always looking for permission to achieve, permission to be smart, permission to have love, permission to be wealthy, permission to have prosperity, abundance in their life, permission to be healthy. Perhaps you're making yourself sick because you're looking for permission for someone to say, I love you enough that I want you to stay on planet Earth. And you're looking for that acknowledgement. So you've made yourself sick You've gone to doctors and doctors and doctors and you still can't figure out what's going on, but you've made yourself sick because you don't feel enough love for wanting to be here. One part of your spirit does not want to be here. If you have illness, that is the reason why. One part of your spirit doesn't want to be here, but you may not want to see that spirit that exists that doesn't want to be here, that's creating the illness and sickness in your body. That part of the spirit that doesn't want to be here is either not wanting to be here because it doesn't feel that it's able to be itself in its true in its true authenticity or it doesn't feel loved 
enough from, from you, not from anyone else. Your spirit doesn't seek love from anyone else. It seeks love from you. It seeks you to wake up in the morning and to look upon your eyes and tell yourself the words, I love you. I see you. I honor you. I value you. I appreciate you. You don't need that from anyone else's eyes. It's nice to have, but if you cannot give it to yourself, then you are just going to go down a road of begging people to give you the love that you yourself cannot give because every time you get love from someone else without giving it to yourself, you empty it out of your being because you can't accept it. You can't accept anything in your life if you're not willing to accept it for yourself. Someone can pay you a compliment and say how you look beautiful today or you're such a smart and powerful person or you're a beautiful soul. You have so much you have so much creativity in your being that you can do anything. But if you do not accept it for yourself, those words will fall on on, on ears that cannot hear because the spirit will not listen to them because the spirit can only listen to that which you claim to be for yourself. If I say to myself, I love myself. And then someone tells me they love me. I can receive it because I am receiving it for myself. But if I can't tell myself I love myself and that I'm a beautiful person and that I'm powerful, then no one on the outside will say it. When someone says it to me on the outside, I will not be able to receive it. I might receive it in the moment, but it will be fleeting. It will will leave as fast as the wind blows against your face. This is the reason why you must edify yourself. You see, people always talk about killing the ego, but to see the ego cannot be killed. It is not something you can put in a bottle or or lock up into some kind of dungeon and leave it down there. See, the ego is here to edify you. The question is what people are talking about in society when you hear them say, uh, you know, you have to get rid of your ego. What they're talking about is your ego held in fear, your ego that has been submerged into the dark parts of human consciousness, the parts of human consciousness that are based in insecurity and fear and lack and, li- and, and, and limitation. You see, your ego can be lifted into a place of love, into a place of generosity, into a place of kindness, into a place of edification of one's truth and authenticity into the world. You see, you can't walk lightly on the earth. You must step loud upon the earth as you would hear the sounding shamanic drum hit the drum. You must feel and understand why the drum, why the the energy of why people listen to the drumming, because drumming connects you to earth medicine. Earth medicine says, I'm here. Are you here? I ask this to you. I want you to ask yourself this question right now. Are you here? Do you let people know you exist? Or do you only allow yourself to exist when someone validates you or clarifies for you your your beingness? Uh, someone says to you, perhaps, I really appreciate you. You feel more that your feet are more planted on the ground. Then someone says to you, you mean something. And then your feet get a little bit more heavier on the ground. And then someone says, you're needed and I need you and I want you. And, I have, and, and there's so much you can do for me in my life. And now you feel like you have purpose. So your feet become more heavier on the ground. But is that the reason for you to ground yourself on the earth is by being needed or wanted or liked or loved by another person? Because the moment that person turns their energy away from you, the moment that person goes away or that person leaves the planet and goes back into the light or that person no longer is walking the path with you, do your feet become light again and you don't become existent? You don't exist anymore in that moment? Is that what happens? 
because that is what I see happen to a lot of people on earth. A lot of people on earth, you know, claim themselves on earth and root themselves in by how many times they get acknowledged by another person, how much they feel important, how much money they actually have or how many things they have achieved. You see, a human being has based itself upon material things in order to ground itself instead of grounding itself in its own self-love. You could be the richest person in the world and be devoid of love. That means you are poor. That means that you are poor in your spirit. And if you are poor in your spirit, then there is no money that will be able to fill that vacuous hole. You see, because if you are poor in your spirit and you are not able to love on yourself and be able to receive love and surround yourself with beautiful people who love and share love with you, the love that you have for yourself is emanating through those people but you have a lot of money and you have cars and you have planes and you have all types of things, Rolex watches and all types of material things, and you think that is enough to fill your soul, your soul does not connect to those material things. People think if they have a home, if they buy more things and fill in more space into the areas of their home, it makes them feel safe. It makes them feel grounded. It makes them feel that they have foundation. Your foundation is not your home. A fire can come tomorrow and burn your home. Then that mean your foundation is gone. Then what do you do then? You may lose everything. But if you have love within your being and you understand the love within your being, then you are able to transcend the material possessions in your life. And you are able to realize that you are always grounded and you are always in foundation with yourself because you are in love with yourself. And that is the true foundation. That is which you can build anything upon. You cannot build a, fa- a house or a mansion or a castle or a palace or anything on, 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 a, on a foundation that is not based in love. That means that you will always be in fear that something will happen to your material possessions. See, I don't have a fear that someone will take something from me. I don't have a fear that someone will steal something from me. Because if someone takes something or steals something from me, obviously that means they need it the most. And also it means that I'm not no longer needing it myself. Obviously that's why they're taking it. Whatever reason people want to look at someone being stolen from, these things do not belong to me anyway. They are temporarily borrowed as I may need it, someone else's treasure is someone else's junk and someone else's junk is another person's treasure. You see, so someone, it's everything that we see in life, you see, doesn't belong to us. You think your home belongs to you, your car belongs to you, you think your money belongs to you, but it doesn't. You put your money in a bank and it's being shared with all other people around the world. Then what you pull out of the bank is someone else's money that was shared with them. It's constantly moving. It's currency, it's energy, it's flow, it's connectivity. If you're not bringing money into your life, if you're not operating from a a prosperous perspective, uh, abundant awareness, that's because you don't see the value in yourself. You don't believe that you are valuable to be a part of that currency, that flow. But I assure you that you are because that money isn't the only way that currency flows. Uh, possessions, uh, things that you own, things that someone may give you. Someone might give up, set up set, stand in front of you and hand you a beautiful necklace or a gift. That is a currency in flow. It just has come as a material form instead of it being in money form. It's the same, really. It just matters how we operate on earth and what we see as value and not value. But if you don't see the value in yourself, don't expect others to see the value in you because it's not going to happen. The value exists within you because that 
makes it possible for others to see the value inside of yourself. You see, value comes from you. So if the more value you have in yourself, the more others will see value and appreciate the value inside of you because you recognize it within yourself. Just like if you don't take yourself out to dinner and to movies and buy yourself beautiful things and tell yourself a bunch of beautiful things about who you are, if you don't nurture yourself and be kind to yourself in your words, and when you make mistakes, you don't beat up on yourself, but you're kind in yourself and your growth, then others will do the same for you. Others will reflect upon that which you do for yourself. They will also reflect that upon how they treat you. You can't expect someone to take you out to dinner if you don't take yourself out to dinner. You can't expect someone to do these things because the moment they go to do those things, you'll reject it. You'll sabotage it because your spirit doesn't understand it. Therefore, it can't hold on to it. Anything that is held on to by the spirit must be first given from you and then from another. It can hold on from that, from another, because you've given it to yourself. So if I don't see that I'm a wealthy being inside of who I am, that I'm valuable beyond all money that anyone could ever spend, then when someone would hand me, let's say, $20,000, if I didn't see those things, qualities within myself, I would find every way to bring every bill or every type of situation to take that $20,000 out of my hand. The faster it comes in, the faster it will leave if I don't have anything grounding me. The only way in which you can ground yourself is by recognizing yourself, seeing yourself, honoring yourself, loving yourself, and telling yourself the truth. What is that truth, right? What is it? That truth is simple. If you put it into an understanding, it's not calculus. It's not trigonometry. It's very simple. It's simple. If I see the value in myself and I know that I'm valuable more than anything that material could ever bring into my life, then I am open to all material that comes into my life and it will stick and it will stay because my spirit knows it within me and my spirit goes, oh, I understand this because this is what you have, you, you are feeling inside. This is what you believe inside. So therefore we can hold on to this. But if you're a person who says things are always coming in and things are always leaving, that's because you haven't seen that within yourself. If you have a relationship that shows up and then it leaves immediately and then another one shows up and it leaves immediately, that's because you aren't having a relationship with yourself. That's how you're treating yourself. You come in, you love yourself, and then you stop loving yourself and you make it about other people. Then you come in again, you love yourself, and then you, you leave yourself and you make it about other people. That's what is going to happen to you in relationships. What am I talking about, my darlings? I am talking about being constant with yourself. I am talking about loving on yourself. I am talking about holding down love on yourself every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, from every breath that you make, every step that you take, every move that you move in this world, you've got to love on yourself. Not just in loving yourself from just the feeling, but also in the words that you speak to yourself daily and the way that you treat yourself. Why would you treat yourself any different from another person? It seems that a lot of people give more love to other people than they give to themselves. They give more caring and more nurturing and more support to other people than they give to themselves. They're always going out and people pleasing and doing everything they can for other people instead of doing for themselves. The equation is off. It's incorrect. If you continue to do that, then you will continue to have situations where you will experience a lot of loss in your life that you've created within yourself because that is how you're treating yourself. If every day I wake up and tell myself how beautiful and amazing I am, and if I notice myself, take time to really notice myself, sit in meditation and just be with myself, take acknowledgement of myself, then others will take acknowledgement of me. 
If I walk into a room and see the light that I am every single day, then others will feel the light of my being every single day. You see, there is a wonderful path that is created by you when you are operating in the truth of your heart, when you are grounding yourself, not by the awareness of materials, not by the words that others speak, but through the understanding of your own divinity within yourself. Even as you listen to me speak, I am giving you tools, I am giving you formulas in which to unlock, which to unlock certain codes, certain locks in your life that have been binding you and holding you from having more joy, more freedom, more health, more prosperity, more love, more adventure, more excitement, more pleasure, more awe, more bliss, more sensation. We all want to feel good. We all want to have a good life. How does one achieve that? How does one achieve a good life? See, you achieve a good life by being good to you. You see, we have this incorrect thinking on earth that we achieve a good life by how hard we work or how much stress we create, how much anxiety we, 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 we create in our beings that makes us push even harder into life. And after a certain while, we think that we should get paid for the hardness, for the stress, for the pain, for the suffering that we've endured. We feel like we are slaves paying down a bill or a debt to the world in order for us to have a good life. You see, you are free from debt. You don't owe God. You don't owe the universe. You don't owe anyone anything. It is your choice to act upon anything at any given time. This world has made you believe that you have to work really hard and you have to do all of these things in order to be loved. You have to actually become a slave onto love. You have to work to be loved. You have to give and to be loved. You have to build to be loved and to be liked, to be seen. You have to own things in order to be seen and to be acknowledged as successful, as uh, you know, achievement. You have to be able to have achievement in order to see the power of yourself on planet Earth, that you are someone, that you matter, that you have a name. You see, that kind of lifestyle, I call it slave consciousness. People do it all the time. They do it in their job. They work overtime when their boss never told them to work overtime, but they did it anyway because they want to be acknowledged and valued. They don't realize all they have to do is sit in meditation and acknowledge and value themselves and, and all that they do at their job, and they will be acknowledged and valued. People will go out of their way to give everything that they are in a relationship and lose themselves in the need to be acknowledged, loved, and seen, and appreciated, and have value that the person won't leave them or the person will see that they're worthy to be loved. You're worthy to be loved. That is a very, very uncomfortable word in which to say, I have to be worthy in order to be loved. That is a very scary, uh, fragmented way to think. You see, you are love. It's not being worthy to be loved. You are love. Now, you all you have to do is love you, and the worth of your love is seen, projected, expanded, embraced. 
as you are here now listening to my words that I share with you, ancient wisdoms that have been passed down to me through my generation, through the teachings that I've learned from the time that I was a child and through all the other lifetimes that I've lived with all the spirits that made me from their quantum perspective, all the many experiences that I've had on earth, I share with you not so that you can be a follower onto me, but you can become a leader with me so that you can walk with me and lead with me the message of love, the message of truth, the message of wisdom, the message of power and rightful action on planet Earth. Whatever modality you choose to bring that through, that is completely up to you. You see, the divinity of your grace waits for you. The divinity of your grace is waiting for you, sitting there on the mountain, waiting for you, you to show up and recognize you that has been waiting for you. You see, everything that you do in life is always about leading you back to you. Every person that you meet is always leading you back to you. Every opportunity that you create is always leading you back to you, to recognize you and the beauty of you that allows you to see the beauty in another and be able to see the splendor in another because you realize that you are not separate from any human being on planet Earth. That the soul that's in my body is the soul that is in your body. And it's playing itself out differently as our individual expressions. But if you were to ask your soul, are you the same soul in Shaman Dirk? Are you the same soul in the man who's serving, who's serving me food at the restaurant? Are you the same soul of every human being on planet Earth? And it would say yes. However, the mind clouds out that reality. You see, the mind wants to find individualism. The mind wants to find its own energy. The mind wants to feel its own place because it's the part of the mind that's doing that is coming from fear. That's the ego. That part of the ego has to rise up into the heart. It has to rise up into love and recognizing the oneness, the beauty, the togetherness of how we all come together as a united family, a unified family, a powerful family in the light. And when I speak light, I'm not speaking about the light that you turn on in the room. I am talking about the light of illumination of your consciousness. You see, when someone says the word love and light, what they're really saying is, is that my consciousness is held within love. So therefore, I can see beyond all things that you could ever do to me. I don't have to condemn you or persecute you because I understand that you too are growing, even though you may be coming through the darkness in ways that may be uncomfortable for society, for people to handle. I still can bring love and light to you, recognizing that you will come through the darkness the more I bring love to you so that the errors of your ways can be corrected and lifted and shifted into a possibility of consciousness of love. Love and light is not some kind of club or some free pass to judge other people, to condemn them and to look upon them as if you are some uh, hierarchy of consciousness that is existing on the planet separate from those who suffer and who are still coming through the darkness and those who are still waking up and those who are still playing out patterns of the fear-based illusions and disillusionment that they have been brought to, born into, or experienced in their life. No one should ever not be loved because of something that they did. Be it it, it be it was incorrect or not, they should still be loved. 
Because then basically what you're saying is that anybody at any given time who can't move their way through darkness because they don't have a torch or a light to guide them through the darkness should just stay in the darkness because they're not worthy of it because they couldn't find the light. That is not why we're here. We're not here to condemn and to leave those who are in the darkness struggling to find their way out or who are who are tormented in the darkness. We are here to walk into that darkness with a torch and say, hey, come with me. I want to show you something. I'm going to take you to the most beautiful place you've ever experienced, way beyond these things that you're going through. But some people need to stay in the darkness a little bit longer and we watch from the sidelines and give them love and hold the torch for them until they're ready to open their eyes and see that the light has always been there waiting for them. The same way that it's waiting for you to come out of the despair or disharmony or disillusionment or fear or hate or shame or embarrassment or hate on any level or anger or rage disgust, degradation, all of that. The light is waiting for it. For you to come and see that all those things can be transmuted in the light. So when you say love and light, it is not a community of love and light. When people say, I am a light worker, understand this. If a person says that they're a light worker and they're afraid of the darkness, they are not a light worker. I know so many people who call themselves light workers and the moment they see someone who is struggling in darkness or someone who needs that love or something that's happening, they would turn their back and say, well, that doesn't resonate with me. That doesn't connect with me. But in fact, it does. Because everything that you say doesn't resonate with you, does resonate with you, or you would have never said it. Therefore, the understanding of what we call resonate has been jarbled up and utilized in a very fundamental New Age way. That New Age way means to take something that is so sacred and beautiful in its essence of truth and turn it into some phrase that we use as a way to bypass the truth of what's really taking place. Another blinder for the eyes of humanity. If I say I don't resonate with darkness, that means that I am resonating with darkness. Therefore, I should put my attention upon it and bring light to it and bring love to it and become the light worker that I am. No great leader on this planet that ever has come and bring change on any level, be it academic, be it spiritual, be it, be it technology, be it whatever it may be, in whatever field they chose to bring that geniusness to from the light consciousness could have ever succeeded if they didn't acknowledge the darkness, acknowledge the discomfort, acknowledge the separation, acknowledge the, the, the limitation. See, someone acknowledge it. If you look around the room that you're in right now, you can look around and see objects around you. Every object came from someone's thought. That means you are looking at pure consciousness in material form. That means one or two or three or maybe a hundred or a thousand people came together to create that thing that you see in front of you. Perhaps it's a picture or a chair or a vase or a TV or a computer or a car or an airplane. All of that came from consciousness. That means that if you look at it beyond its material, you will see waves of light and energy that created that and the elementals that are held within it. The matter substance, which is trapped light, which creates the solid form or structure, 
that makes you see it in front of you in a physical perspective. There is great power in that essence. There's great power in that energy. And you see the illumination of that when you begin to look and see that everything is light. The door is light. The walls are light. The pictures, the cars, the clothes you wear, everything is light because it came from consciousness. Therefore, it's light. Anything that comes from consciousness comes from creation. Therefore, it is light. Someone could have made something that is destructive and like a bomb or a gun. It came from consciousness. Therefore, spirit is in that. Now, the intentions behind it, meaning like what you choose to use it for, is what decides if it stays in light or if it's utilized to support darkness, fear. These are very important things to to understand. We must go beyond the threads of life and go beyond the things that we see to understand the totality of the power that exists in all things around you. I can be tired in my energy and I can put my hand on anything material in my room or my bed. I can put it on a chair or wall or rock or tree and I can pull energy into my body from these things because it is pure consciousness, which means it is holding energy. And we get into the discussion of the matter of self, the matter of understanding one's truth and power in the beingness of self. You see, a person who is a shoemaker who makes shoes and someone comes in and steals those shoes, the shoemaker isn't really upset because the shoemaker loves making shoes. The shoemaker isn't living in the idea if someone doesn't like the shoes or they steal the shoes. If a person comes in and says, I don't like the shoes, the shoemaker isn't getting upset and feeling like, oh, this person um, hurt my feelings. Maybe I shouldn't be a shoemaker. How many times in your life do you see people or yourself questioning the very thing that you're doing because you're not getting accolades or being ignored? knowledge by the outside world for it. You see, if I like making things or if I like doing what I do, it doesn't matter what anyone says to me. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. You know, my aunt was this world famous opera singer, amazing woman, very talented, powerful mezzo-sopranoist of her time. Her name was Shirley Verrett. If you ever feel the need to look up her music, look up Shirley Verrett, and she's an amazing opera singer. Bless her dear heart, she's in the light now. But when she was living, when I was a child, and she used to go and sing at um, with Pavarotti and Placio Domingo at these big opera houses around the world. And I used to ask her, what's it like getting up and singing in front of all those people? And she started laughing and she said, darling, it's not that I sing in front of those people. I sing to myself and the people get to enjoy it. And when she said that to me, it changed the perspective of my life. I began to realize that I'm not doing it for the people. I'm not Shaman Durek because of the fact that I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for myself because I want to see a world that's in Powered. I want to see power put back in your hands. I want to see your life easy. That makes me happy. What makes me happy is knowing that you have an easier life, that things come to you easy, that you recognize that you're not a part of a system that you have been uh, born into that is keeping you a slave and making you struggle for the rest of your life, one, always wondering if you're ever going to have your dreams come true. See, I want to see people's dreams come true. I want to see people living in health and vitality. I want to see people thriving in love and joy on planet Earth. I want to see education 
education system changed so children have an opportunity to witness the power that they have. I want to see women liberated. I want to see technology shifted and changed to support our evolution. I want to see us dismantle bombs and guns. I want to see these things. And so if that means for me to be Shaman Durek, to be able to, to, to bring that into to, to, to manifestation, to to bring that energy into form through your minds and through the minds of many, then I live as Shaman Durek with joy in my heart. I do it for me, which gets to be me doing it for you. You see? So my aunt singing on stage, she was singing for herself, but the people got to enjoy it, which means they got to be lifted by her loving herself. So when I talk about loving yourself, I mean, you're doing it for you. So that when someone comes in and says, well, I don't like that, you're not leaving it or walking away from it or abandoning yourself because of the fact that you think someone is not okay with the quality or the nature of what you choose to bring through your being or the fact of your being in general, especially when it comes to relationships. If someone comes in and says, oh, well, you're not for me, that is not a rejection. That is you being true to who you are. And that means that the person is being true to who they are. This is not about you being not good enough or not lovable or any of the above. The thing is, you've got to acknowledge and be constant with yourself. You've got to acknowledge the, the, the level of power that exists within yourself that no one can take away when you are being constant with yourself, when you are being activated with yourself, when you are being acknowledging and aware of yourself. Someone can say to me, I didn't like the, the treatment that I had with you, Shaman Dur, or I don't like the things that you say out in the public, or I don't like what you have to say. And I've had many of those things come. I've had people show up and, and, and get mad at me and tell me they don't like me and that I'm this and all kinds of names you could imagine being called at me. Sometimes when I go on my IG live, people will come on because I'll get to top live and we'll get all types of zombies that will come on and sneak into the tribe and start saying all kinds of strange things to me. I don't take offense to those things because I am Shaman Dirk because of me, not because of that person. If you are an artist, you are an artist for you because it makes you look feel good when you look at your art. That's when you know you can put it out there for the world. But if you're putting art out there in the world to get other people's praises and you value yourself based on what someone will pay for or what people will give, that's because you haven't clarified it within yourself. You are not constant with yourself. You are not holding down yourself. You are abandoning yourself. What would it be for a woman to have a child and then want her child to come out with blue eyes and her child comes out with brown eyes and she puts up her child for adoption? Because she didn't get what she wanted because someone said, oh, I thought your child was going to have blue eyes. Your child, A child that's beautiful has blue eyes. A child with brown eyes isn't so beautiful. So what she would do is abandon her child because her child didn't come out like other people thinks her child should look? No. You see, the true understanding of a rites of passage is to accept the journey ahead by loving and being present with yourself, by being constant with yourself. Even up to the point of me dying in the hospital, I was constant with myself. I knew I was going to die, so I had to embrace death upon myself. Whatever the journey may lead, I have to embrace that experience. Not run from it, not hide from it. You see, no one can make you change your path if you are constant 
and grounded on your path by your own words, your own love, your own acknowledgement, your own validation, your own appreciation and value of yourself. Your feet shouldn't be heavy on the earth because you're seeking that heaviness based upon every compliment and every accolade that someone brings you. I have many friends who are celebrities and when their movie doesn't do well in the box office, they go into depression. The reason why they go into depression is because they're looking for the validation of other people to acknowledge their worth and their value. That means that they are going to be easy to go to drugs or to go into any form of things that could actually take their lives because they are not holding down constant love for themselves. You see, if they love being an actor, they're not seeking the acknowledgement of a director or a casting agent or anyone in the uh, in the world. They're doing it because they love to do it. They love love they love themselves being an actor or an actress. So that's the reason why they do it, because it makes them happy. And then other people get to enjoy it, or other people don't get to enjoy it. It doesn't matter. But if you're doing things because you want someone to give you this big, oh my God, you're amazing. You are two steps away from losing yourself and being manipulated by people in the world who look for people who have that weakness inside, who are not strong and fortified within their own constant love for themselves. They are not fortified, my darlings. Fortified. Your castle be strong. No rock or stone be weak in your castle walls. Fortified. And if you are not fortified, if you are listening to this message right now and you are not fortified, then I suggest you get fortified by asking yourself, why are you not valuing and acknowledging yourself? Why are you abandoning yourself for someone else's views and opinions of you? And the only time you see love within yourself, the only time you give and feel good in yourself, the only time you feel like you matter is when someone else is acknowledging and validating you, giving you accolades, filling you up only for you to drain it out because you don't have it for yourself so you can't maintain it and be constant. See, a thousand people can love you, but if you're not loving yourself, you will feel it only in the fleeting moment and it will go away and then you will feel empty again. I know this all so well. I, there was a time I was with a friend of mine, uh, my friend Charlene. We were in uh, the Castro on, uh, it was um, the gay parade. And uh, we were all, had a bunch of friends, a bunch of guy friends and my female friends. We were all together. And I dressed up like an Egyptian king, which comes from one of my past lives when I was Amon Ra. So I decided to play it out on Halloween. And, uh, you know, at the time I, I was working out a lot with my body. I had a six pack. I had a very strong chest, very, you know, shaped arms, my whole body. So I had like very like a skirt on and my chest was exposed and I had these snakes on my arms and it was very beautiful. I had a, a headpiece of the Pharaoh with the black eyeliner makeup, giving you the whole visual so you can understand it. And here I am walking down the street. This man comes up to me with his wife and says, you're the most gorgeous man I've ever seen. My friend looks at me after he walks away and says, wow, your head must be really big. That was an amazing compliment. People keep coming to you all through this event and saying how beautiful you are, how gorgeous you are, and how, you, how, how sexy you look, and all of these things that people were coming up and saying, men, women, you know, all types of people. And you know what I felt? I felt nothing. In fact, it actually made me angry and upset inside. And my friend said, why are you so angry and upset? And I said, because I don't feel it for myself, so I can't accept it. She said, oh, really? I said, yes. 
Now I see that there's something I need to look to. Something's not fortified within my being. Something is not held constant within me. I do not feel the groundedness in my own self that I can even receive these words and take these words to heart and, 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 be, and be joyful of this beautiful gesture of love from another human being because I am not giving that to myself. My friend Charlene looked at me and she said, I had no idea. I would think that you, because you're so beautiful and you put so much time in your body and everything, that you already thought that you were beautiful and that you were, that you were loved. And I said, no, I do not. But now I realize I have to accept that. I have to digest that part of my being of finding out why I do not feel that energy. You see, I got upset by being complimented. I wasn't feeling... Uh, it, it, uh, I wasn't feeling empowered by the compliments. I was feeling disempowered because I was already disempowered with myself. All it did is reflect upon my own disempowerment that I was doing to myself. We can't, as people on earth, let ourselves operate in that way of abandonment. You know, people will say to me, you know, I feel I have abandonment issues or I feel abandoned. And I say to them, did your mom or your father leave you? They say, yes. Or, you know, my husband died or, you know, my family member or, you know, something abandoned them. When I was young, my mother left and I always thought it was because of her leaving that I had abandonment issues only to find out through my shamanic training that my abandonment issues had nothing to do with my mom. What it was, was that when my mom left, I decided to leave myself as well. So I abandoned myself the moment my mother walked out the door. I didn't see that she was walking out of the door to get away from a man who was being um, male chauvinist and operating from a place of not coming from a place of true love for a woman who is a queen and deserves to be acknowledged and loved in that way. So I was not able to see that. I was more at the fact that she abandoned me, so I should abandon myself. And I did it unconsciously, going through my life all the time, fearing abandonment, when only the reason why was because I was abandoning myself. The fear that I had was myself being afraid of me leaving myself again and again and again and again. The way to heal abandonment is to come back to you, is to hold down love constant for you, to be able to stay in that space with you. And how does that look? Huh. It looks beautiful. It looks like you acknowledging yourself all the time and telling yourself the most beautiful things. It's you acknowledging how to pamper yourself and give to yourself that which you want others to give to you. It is you acknowledging how amazing and valuable you are and that there is no price tag to the worth and value that you bring to earth. It is you acknowledging that by you being on earth, you are bringing a mighty principle of light and truth to the planet. And that is valuable, that is needed, and that speaks in so many levels of awe and awe, you exist, right? So take a deep inhalation and let's do it together. Inhale, exhale with awe, you exist, you're here, ah, you exist and you're here. 
You see, there should be no one that walks in the door of your life. When I say the door of your life, meaning in your life, the world in which you live, no one, no friend, nor lover, nor family member, nor anyone should be able to walk in the door of your life and make you feel less of a person or not loved or feel abandoned in any way. No one can do that to you. Other people are just being them as they are. They're just showing up as they are. Your reactions and how you choose to feel are based upon how you treat yourself. I'm going to say that again. Your reactions and the way you choose to feel about any situation that is happening is in the way you treat yourself. If a man comes in to your life and he leaves you for another person, you should celebrate his departure. You can say, I loved him. But yes, loving him is one thing, but loving yourself should be even greater in form. Your love should be so great that him leaving is a, is a symbolism of the truth that the universe, that creation, that your being knows that this man isn't right for you. And it wasn't that anything you did wrong or anything that you did not do. And that goes for job as well. If you're working at a company and all of a sudden they they decide to let you go, this isn't a, a, a curse. This is a blessing. Celebrate your departure. Celebrate your departure. We've been taught incorrectly. We've been taught to suffer. We've been taught to find something wrong in ourselves, to dig into ourselves, to look for what didn't we not do? What was wrong with us? What did we not have? Were we not smart enough? Were we not beautiful enough? Were we not great enough? None of these things have any value or measure on the truth of your being. Celebrate your departure. Celebrate your departure. When I have left many relationships, I do not cry. I do not get sad. I do not get upset about the situation. I celebrate my departure. If I cry, it is not for months and months and months. Like I see people going into their home and not eating and playing sad music and going through all this mourning and sadness as if something, someone died. They're not looking at the fact that they, their love for themselves should be so constant that they know that they're okay because that means that that person had to leave on their journey. And that means that someone else is to be there, that someone else could be you being there for yourself for that moment to love on yourself even more or someone else will come in and be greater and grander than that which you could ever expect. Celebrate their departure. If you're getting released from a job, celebrate your departure. If a friend doesn't want to be friends with you anymore because they can't swallow or handle or digest who you are as a person, celebrate their departure. Bless them on to greater things. For as you bless them on to greater things, you bless yourself. If you get angry with them or you feel like you want revenge or you feel that you need to make a point, then that is what you're doing to yourself. You are telling yourself that you are not worthy of acknowledging the truth within your being, that you deserve more or you deserve greater. The quicker you can celebrate a departure from any situation that is no longer serving you, even if you understand it or not, if your man cheats on you or your woman leaves you, Anything that happens is all there to take you to a higher place within yourself. Celebrate their departure. You have a business partner and you are going your own ways. Celebrate the departure. 
be a witness unto yourself with love in your heart, unconditional love in your heart. When I say unconditional love, I don't just mean telling yourself you love yourself. I mean accepting everything that you are and everything that you have been. For you have done no wrong. Everything that you are and everything that you have been is necessary to all the things that you will do. There are no mistakes. If you've done drugs, if you've done alcohol, you've done anything, you must acknowledge it and embrace it. I did drugs, I did alcohol, I did all kinds of things in my life. All of those things, even down to the point of disrespecting women, all of the different girlfriends that I had when I was younger, all the male chauvinist behaviors and the things that I did to them, the abusive things that I did to them, all helped me to be the person I am today. All the times that I rejected people from touching me or hugging me or embracing me. As I was going through my shamanic training, I began to look at all of those things and embrace them. And as I did, I began to look at the reason why those things existed. Because I embraced it, it gave me the understanding of why, which everyone so wants to hear and understand. Why, 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 why? Once you embrace it, you will understand why. And when I realized why, then I decided to take up a charge on being to support women on the planet, to, to be able to help men not to abuse women to not to to put to to massage women to put them into a box to limit them from their their wisdom and to hold them back from their their power on earth by doing drugs and alcohol being an alcoholic being a drug addict going through all of those things as a as a punk skater kid who always wanted to rebel against the system and rebel against my family and all of these things and resulted to all forms of drugs I am not ashamed of those things. I embrace those things and love them unconditionally because it has given me the ability to assist others who are alcoholics, others who do drugs, and not consider them sick or weak, but to empower them. So, my darlings, I share with you this. You are powerful. Be constant in your love with yourself and know that you can do anything. Right now, 11.11 just showed up on my clock. That means right now, everyone who's listening, say, I receive the download into my being. Breathe. I receive the download into my being. Good. I love each and every one of you. I lift you. I honor you. I value you. I see you. But most importantly, do you value, honor, and see you? And right now, I hear great yes in all of you. Thank you so much for being a part of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And thank you for listening and allowing me to share my love with you, to, to enrich you with powerful words and teachings and tools to, so that you can take your life and lift your life in ways that you could never even think of. That you can begin, begin to be so constant in love with yourself, so in love with yourself that no one could ever make you feel indifferent or make you feel insecure or make you feel devalued in any way. That you celebrate departures and you acknowledge the power that you have inside of you. You recognize the truth of your being every day, all the time. You know how wonderful, how valuable you are. And that is why the world is showing up in a beautiful way for you. That is why you're not having to struggle anymore. That is the reason why prosperity is showing up and flowing into your life and opportunities are always showing up in your life and things are taking off. You're meeting the right people and doorways are opening because that's how powerful you are when you stay constant with yourself. 
constantly in love with yourself. So I ask you tribal members, all of you who listen, it doesn't take that much to share the message of ancient wisdom today. You can post it on your Instagram, post it on your Facebook, write about it on Twitter, share it with your family and friends at the dinner table. All you're doing is sharing with them and saying, hey, there's something I really think would benefit your life. I want to share this with you because I love you and I know that you are a powerful being and you want to go higher and you want to lift up into a higher place within your power. So I'm sharing with you this podcast so that you can lift and shift yourself. And that's it. You just give them that information and you let them decide. Their spirit is listening. They will jump upon it and they will take themselves higher. And if their spirit is not, don't get upset. Just be like, thank you. I'm glad that I got to share that with you. And that's it. But share ancient wisdom today because we have to build a powerful tribe so that we can pull the darkness into the light. The more of us that are awakening, the more of us that are are recognizing our power, the better we're all going to sleep at night. So I love you, darlings, until I see you again next time. And when I see you, that means be with you, witness with you the power and truth that we are. I love you. If you're not following me already on Instagram to get some of my beautiful posts, my IG lives that are not being put here on the podcast that are very different and empowering to keep you lit all day, every day, please follow me at Instagram at Shaman Durek. I love you. Check out my newsletter on shamandurek.com. Sign up for my workshops if you want to learn more about your powers and really take your 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 abilities. I, I, say, I say this to everyone is that If you are on planet Earth and you're not speaking to your spirit guides, communicating with your ancestors, being able to use your powers to manifest and do all of these things, it's not the best thing for you. Okay, you need to be fully equipped. So take my workshops, get involved with my trainings and learn how to upgrade your system, your processing system, your skills, your illumination system. Okay, I love you so much. And until next show, celebrate your now always and every day. Bye.